Let's turn our eyes, dear viewer, away from what will be to what is. You see, there's a little bit of a myth in places like Elder County about rugged individualism. Folks like to say that we here on the mountains love to be left alone, and to a degree that's true, but one does not survive on these mountains by themselves. Those that try don't make it too long, no. Folks around here build communities, they form friendships, and they make families. The best of them reach out when they're feeling weak and hold others up when they're feeling strong, locking hands, forming bonds, and holding fast against whatever might come. tells me that Ms. Campbell uh, is getting real worried about her daughter. And I was wondering if you'd heard anything about that. Um, I think Amarius is like, mm, Rio told you, did he? Uh, <laughs> that, that fine hunk of man. No, no, no. More less of like, a, oh, Rio. Um, yeah. And like, uh, like more of like a ah, Kevin sort of energy yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> shout outs to Kevin, the only good Kevin. Um, <laughs> and I think Amarius is like, yeah, I've been hearing about Imogene. Like, I'm not. I generally try and stay away uh, from oracles. I feel like the more you know about the future. Uh, the less certain it all becomes. Amen. Uh, but like the, I she was honestly, she was in here a few nights ago, like two nights ago, I think. Carl, mm-hmm. how, when was Imogene in here? Like two nights ago. All right, good. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And she looked like hammered shit. I'm not going to lie to you. She looked really bad. Um, and I mean, I'm not here to pry into people's personal lives. They come here to have a good time and unwind. And if that's what she needed at the time, but frankly, she needed less alcohol and more sleep. Uh, mm. So that's what I mean. She was talking uh, a little bit to folks around. Um and I, and honestly, I couldn't help myself. I went over there and checked on her, uh, put on a little bit of the, you know, the, um, the charm that I'm known for. Um, mm-hmm. and she was telling me 
I got her talking about the dreams. Um, mm-hmm. She said that she's just been having a reoccurring nightmare uh, about a forest. Uh, and that while she hasn't seen anything in the forest, she just has this feeling like something is chasing her and she's running. It's one of those dreams where you're running from something, but you don't you don't know what and you don't see what, but you know that you're being chased and you know that you have to run. The most exhausting mm-hmm. kind of dream, frankly. Yeah. So. Hmm. What uh what interest do you does Rio have in Imogene? Well, he's just looking out for his flock, really. Uh, yeah. That boy, I don't necessarily listen, I know that you're I'm not trying to talk bad about your friend, but I am gonna talk bad about your friend. Uh <laughs> Uh, that boy don't strike me as no shepherd. Let's put it that way. I mean, he's rough around the edges, but he he cares about people. That's what matters in my mind. Yeah, fair enough. Just, you know. <laughs> Trust is a thing that's got to be rebuilt. Rio Williams, I don't necessarily know if he's much of a builder. That's fair. But you, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ace, uh, as uh, uh, Ace slaps you, like, kind of on the arm, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you, uh, you're, you're good. You're, you're good, Kiki. Thank you, Marius. Uh, it's, uh, and thank you for, for telling me, um. You know, I'm just, Rio, Rio's concerned and so I'm concerned. To be perfectly honest, if, uh, I'm not normally one to speak about my clientele, but I'm concerned too. That girl did not look like she was having a good time. Does she, uh, I mean, um, at least she's getting out of the house. Is she still... Getting out of the house, or has she hold herself up? I mean, I've only seen her, co- I mean, you know, they don't come into the bar, I don't really see them. But I saw her a couple of days ago, but I don't know what she's been up mm. to. Okay. Uh, Alright. Well, it's more than I had. Thank you, Marius. You're welcome, Kiki. And you, you come back, you come back anytime. Uh, if you ever... Feel as though you need to, uh, you know, kind of gestures at the place like uh, step up or make a lateral move in your employment. You give me a holler. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, Cecily, what are you up to? So Cecily's sitting there at her desk, which is also the circulation desk because she's the only employee here (laughs) and everybody else is a volunteer. Um, so she's the only one with a desk, right? She has zero privacy, but luckily nobody's in, in right now. And she's got the phone and she's about to dial, um, oh goodness, Milfred's number. And like her hand kind of starts shaking and she gets a little bit anxious about it. And she sets the phone down really fast. Um, and she does some slow breathing and, gets up and starts walking through the library. Um, And 
grabs a random book and she's going to use Soothsayer. So when you turn on your prophetic tools to read someone's future, roll with spirit. On a hit, the MC will tell you something new and interesting about their destiny. On a 10 plus, you may ask a follow-up question. The MC will answer honestly. On a miss, you see vague shapes of what is to come, but something is obscuring your prophetic powers. The future you tried to read is beyond your sight until you resolve the interference. So she's going to try to find out where Imogene is and what Imogene, what's going on with Imogene. Gotcha. Okay. So we're going to roll with spirit. Spirit squad. A nine. nine. All right. So that is a hit, uh, but not like a 10 plus is a, is is a full success. Um, Okay. So I tell you something new what, and interesting what, about what, their what, destiny. What book do I yeah. pick up? What quote uh, is it, Brian? Lots and lots of trains. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> trains? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess... I guess these are not, these don't necessarily correlate to roles. They just simply are. Right, Uh, right. Just pick one that seems Um, like it fits. Yeah, I think uh, you're, are you just kind of like walking down? Walking? Yeah. Yeah. Down the stacks or what passes for stacks in this very small library. And whatever comes to her fingers and she just opens it. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think you find like a, a copy of Starship Troopers, uh, scrawled on by some teenager, almost certainly not me, uh, next to the author's name says fuck bag. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you open it and you st- like your hand runs across the line there are no dangerous weapons there are only dangerous men um and you get a flash of i think you get a flash of the same forest that we've seen uh we saw shade see right but like much longer this time um and you're in these rows of trees um but you can see uh you can see uh, I'm a gene running, um, and, uh, I think behind her is just this, like, Im- long, angular, sharp thing, uh, humanoid, but dangerous, so it's just, just rippling, uh, with danger, um, and it is easily gaining ground on Imogene until it's functionally on top of her, with like one big, almost polygonal claw, like raised up. Um, and it smacks down, and at what the moment of impact would be, you kind of snap back to the library.
Cecily drops the book, mm-hmm. sighs, picks it up, adjusts the, the checkout card in the back because we still use those here. And um, off to the side somewhere, there's a couple of 12 year olds who are like, this this librarian drops a lot of books. It's weird. It's- <laughs> <laughs> Puts it back. Um, goes over to the um, the phone. Mm-hmm. Takes another deep breath. Um, who am I going to call? Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters. Uh, ha-ha! <laughs> Hilarious. Na-na-na-na. Hilarious, friends. Okay, no. You know what? <laughs> No, hey, here, here's here's what's gonna happen. Here's what's gonna happen. Um, she's gonna go out to the park beside of the library um, that she's collecting funds to restore, and and see if Shade is there. Um, I mean, could be Shade. Where did you retreat to post? Post blowing up a plant, partially. Um, how do we get in touch with each other, Shade? I don't know. Uh, ghost phone. <laughs> ghost phone. It's like the Powerpuff Girls phone, but it's a ghost. Uh, mm-hmm. uh well, I mean, <laughs> technically, I guess it could also, uh, I could just manifest. Wait, wait, no. What is the one where it's like I can constantly be there but not? Uh, you can follow an ordinary mortal no matter where they go. Uh, or instantaneously travel to one of your anchors no matter the distance. Um, I mean, I should be able to. Where did you say you were going again? The park? The park. Yeah. You so, could also just simply be there. Like, you don't have to. That is a let it out move. So that is like if you have to do it in a hurry. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I mean, but the park is one of my anchors, so I can just be there. Yeah, you're not you're not far away from it. You're like, oh, I'm near the park. Yeah. There's like a little. So there's like this little park beside of the library. Like, like, you know how public lands are often <clears throat> like. You've got two different things on it, mm-hmm. a library and a park. Oh, fair. And. Or even, and, yeah, just Shade realizes that they're near the park and they just like start running towards it. <laughs> but ghost running. Okay, okay, cool, cool. So here, here we are, here we are. So Cecily needs to not be in the library for a minute because that was fucked up. Yeah. And so, yeah, she, she goes outside to sit in nature for a minute. Um, and Shade, do you want to tell what the park looks like since it's your park? Um, I mean, I know when I was describing it to you when we were discussing about it, uh, uh, and my anchor and all, that it's like, uh, kind of like, uh, the, like, New York parks in that it's, like, got the little surrounding of the trees that were obviously planted there thing, uh, hmm and it's got bits of trees, but it's, like, a lot of, like, walking paths. And, like, there's a big area where it's, like, obviously for, like, playing ball or, like, running around uh, little kids and, and dogs and birds and shit. Uh, it's, like, it's a park. And didn't you say that there was some kind of, like, stone memorial 
at the front or something, just one of those like plaques of this is for the war dead or something. Uh, is yeah, like when you enter the park, like the little entrance that's like obviously got the little fenced off part, like one of the ends uh, on each end, you know how it's usually like the little uh, rock thing and then it's got the placard mm-hmm. there with yeah. like the, the little writing on it of like donated by such and such in memory of such and such and whatnot. <laughs> exactly what it says verbatim on the plaque. <laughs> They've never filled it in. <laughs> well, maybe maybe it's kind of like, you know, aged. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why Cecily's collecting money to to restore the park because it's kind of fallen into, I don't know, disrepair or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah. So so she's just like she like practically runs out the front door of the library and is just kind of like leaning she starts to lean against a tree and then she realizes that it's a tree planted in neat rows and is like ah and like goes out into the middle of the of the grassy area instead and just kind of sits down i hate structure Ah! (laughs) um yeah so um doing zen breathing um, and kind of low-key, like, wishing that Shade would be there. Um, I think... How does that work? I, I, I get the feeling that, like, since the park is one of Shade's anchors, that uh, they kind of have, like, a feel of what's going on in there and, like, the... Mm-hmm. And whatnot, and so probably picks up on all of the uh, various feels that you are currently having. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I think the the image I get in my head is like uh, screen pans over, and it's like there's nothing there, and then slowly like the shadowy figure coming like into manifestation. Uh, and I I don't think that Shade is going to, like, touch you or anything because it doesn't want to startle you. Like, make mm-hmm. sure that they're in front of you, uh, and, uh, and once they're, like, feel like they're not going to startle you, they're they're going to hand you, like, this little stick and be like, I found this and I thought this might make you feel a little better. I don't know. I thought it was nice. Uh, I'm assuming you're manifesting here. Yes, I have manifested that I can be uh, heard and uh, the touch, uh, the touch. Okay. You want to mark uh, trauma and choose all three? Da, da, da. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Why the fuck not? That way you can see me too, and it's not just a weird floating stick. <laughs> I forget about that though. Do I need to mark two? Uh, just one trauma? Just one. It allows you to choose one or three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just need to mark 
Okay. Mark one. That was what I was confused about. I didn't know if I needed to mark one to choose one or if I needed to mark like two to get all three or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, cool. Okay. Um, so Cecily looks at the stick mm-hmm. and she looks at you and she looks at the stick and she takes it and she goes, the thing, 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 thank you. Thank you. You want to talk about it? <laughs> I brought you stick. I, I brought you stick. Friends the, love this stick. This is a great stick. It's a nice stick. I'm having a bad day. Um, I, I kind of figured. Um. 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 I'm having a bad, uh, okay. Um, I, I think something bad is happening and I don't know where it's happening and I can't shake the idea that something bad is happening because I know that something bad is happening and I don't know what to do about it and I don't want to call people about it and I don't like it. Uh... I mean, to be fair, bad things are always happening somewhere, but sometimes you can't do anything about it. Uh, Thanks for those comforting words. I'm sorry. I... I usually just sit there and let people feel better. <laughs> this is hard. It's it's okay. It's uh, not your responsibility. I just saw like saw a phone, and then there was screaming, and then there was this like uh, like a like a like a park, and there was like a phone trees and somebody running, and I. Fucking hate this. I fucking hate this. I I hate this. Excuse me, I shouldn't be cussing out here in the park. I hate this. And I've gotta go back to work in a minute, but also I hate this. I I mean that that is also fair. Uh what I was trying to make you feel like, uh, and usually the stick is a pretty good opener for this. Uh, but uh, you're supposed to feel I did bring you the stick you're supposed to feel bad um, <laughs> but the what I was trying to to cover was that sometimes you can't always do anything about all the bad stuff uh and sometimes you need to give it time before you're ready to try and do something if you're able to. Uh, but also, you mentioned a phone. Y- yes. <laughs> Also, thank you for the stick. The stick is really sweet. Oh, I'm so glad you like the stick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a pretty good stick. Nice. It's, it's, I'm it's so a, glad it's you a, like the shit. It's a great stick. 
Um, but about about the phone, <laughs> it was a really I, scary phone. Like, like was it like a cell phone that like rang really loud, like louder than a cell phone should? Like one of those, I. I want to say I saw one of those millennial types say it was an app. <laughs> it it was it was a smartphone. <laughs> Ghost yes. tries to describe cell phone. You know, it it had an app that made it louder than anything could possibly be, like an app does. <laughs> as as the <laughs> the youth say, they for the trolling. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna work on that, you and me, <laughs> sometime. But right now, yes, I saw a phone, a cell phone, a smartphone. It was ringing, and when I picked it up, there was screaming, and there was a name on the mail underneath the phone, and it was somebody that I only know through somebody else. And then, and then I did another and. And it was uh, rows of trees, hmm. like super neat rows of trees. And it was really bad. And like, I know that you say that I'm not, I don't have to do things, but generally when I see things, I'm supposed to do things. I mean, that's fair. I just meant like you could take time because like it's, it's obvious that this is hard. Uh, and also, uh, I know this will probably make things not easier, but I think I may have experienced something s- mildly similar. Wait, what? Uh, there were tree things, and I heard the sounds... All the things in the forest are very upset, and I like honestly, it's been quite a while since I experienced a headache, as they call it. But I think I experienced it. Are you allowed to experience those things when you're dead? I don't know. You're allowed to experience whatever you want to experience. Um, You're ungovernable. You're dead. (laughs) It's very uncomfortable to feel feelings when you're dead. Moods. (laughs) Fucking a mood. (laughs) Like, what would you do? (laughs) I mean, I know that you're like, I could I could call the person who's in charge of this person or. I mean, and I hate to do that. That sounds like the nuclear option, but also I don't know what what else to do because I don't know where this person is, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, and maybe it's nothing. Sometimes it's nothing, and I mean, you you saw things that someone else saw. I feel like maybe it's not nothing at this point, but also. I don't, I, I don't know, I, uh, I, I mean, maybe it might be a good idea, like, I was hanging out earlier, 
and I found this weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this house, and it was like, like kudzu. Have you seen kudzu before? I don't know if they have kudzu yes. around here. Yes, dear, I, I live here. Um, yes, there's. I've seen kudzu. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, there was kudzu, and I, I, it kind of like it, like looked like it was dying. Like the flower, the plant became white and shit. I don't know. Pa, can you show me? Yeah, yeah, I can. I can take you there. Okay. Uh, I should probably let Richard do. Yeah, I'm going to transition. Archie, you arrive back at your trailer. Um, Describe entering your trailer uh, for the audience. Well, you walk up to it, you grab the handle, you twist, and you walk in, and it's a trailer. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Describe you actually walking into your trailer. (laughs) Well, first I pick up my left foot and place it down slightly in front of my right foot, and then I repeat the process with my right foot. (laughs) (laughs) okay so he goes up to it and momentarily grabs the handle momentarily it glows then he turns it down and then up and then down twice and then kicks the side of the frame and opens the door (laughs) and it opens instead to a staircase going down uh all right so you've got yourself a clip in a kudzu what are you doing with it um i take it down to my uh to my ritual space. Eat the stem. <laughs> yeah, you can eat the leaves and the roots, but not the stem. But you have mostly stem right now, so I advise not eating it. <laughs> and uh, I place the uh, the kudzu slice in the uh, middle of an open space in the floor and draw a binding circle around it. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to try and find the best way to shield it from its influences. Okay. You start with hold. Is that how this works? Or did we miss something? We're channeling. Oh, no, we? I have to okay, channel. Cool. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. I'm still trying to get used to the. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Same. Okay. So channeling. So. Uh... Roll with spirit. Okay, cool. Yeah. Roll me a spirit. That's a 10. Okay. Uh, God damn, you guys are hot. Um, <laughs> so are you. Yeah. Wow, uh, thank you. I feel so complimented. Yeah, so yeah, you take three hold. So you can just kind of do do with your hold as you wish. So it sounded like you were trying to do shield here. Mm-hmm. Um, or a variation on shielding here. A variation on shield. A shield I can put in place to protect. I think, uh, honestly, what's going on here more, it might be actually veiled. You're trying to veil this object from its whatever its, uh, yeah. Sources. And I mean, that just happens from what I can gather with with the uh, hold. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. that just simply happens. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, tell, yeah, tell, tell me what this looks like. Like, what, what does this spell look like once it's manifested? Uh, so he spent some time staring at it and making obscure motions. Uh, and then 
pulls the veil together and then kind of pushes it into a crystal he has lying on one of the shelves in his apothecary. Okay. But you do what with it in your apothecary? My brain just left the information. Yeah. He kind of, because remember, he's trying to come up with a spell that he can move into to protect mm-hmm. Imogen or Imogen. Uh, so he pushes it into a crystal to kind of hold the spell. Okay. So now the kudzu is now inside a crystal. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, you said that. My brain, I was like, yeah, I processed it and then forgot it all immediately. I don't know what happened there. Uh, <laughs> Brains, bruh. Okay. So, yeah, I think you put it in the crystal, right? And the second that the veil is complete, that is fully locked inside the crystal, this little piece of katsu is just starting to go ape shit in there just like thwacking against the crystal wriggling about almost like it's just an angry snake it's just not liking this scree ah says the, the kudzu but not really mm. <laughs> so which is not something normally kudzu does for those of you outside no. of the south who don't experience kudzu it normally does not writhe <laughs> <laughs> it might gently Indeed. jostle if there's a wind blowing. But you expect yeah. it to rise. Yeah, like normally. It's weird that it doesn't. Yeah. Normally when you magically put kudzu inside of a crystal, it doesn't do much of anything. <laughs> right. Uh, so I don't know what you're doing with that information, oh, Archie. <laughs> Nope. Archie doesn't know what he's, he's doing like, with that information. Oh, uh-huh, that's, that's something right there. <laughs> that's a result. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell that result means? Yeah. Eh, that result. <laughs> I mean, you can, at this point, you can maybe look like, you can look for information. I th- Let's take a look at your moves here. Um, I mean, I guess you do have the Sanctum Sanctorum available to you as well. Like, if there was an object you're mm-hmm. trying to to get out of here. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to figure out, like, a, a bigger baseline spell to be able to, like, cast uh, on Imogene to, like, protect her from whatever the fuck is going on right here. Right. Okay. I think... It feels like a sanctum move. Yeah, it feels like a sanctum move or possibly going out and trying to... Like, maybe getting help, but, like, maybe try the Sanctum move first and then see if you need help. Yeah, we'll yeah. go with that. Okay. Uh, sanctum Sanctorum. You, uh, when you go to your Sanctum for a spell ingredient, relic, or tome, roll with spirit. Uh, so go ahead and roll with spirit. Seven. Seven. All right, on seven to nine, you've got something close, but it's flawed, lacking in some significant way. Um... I think what you have is a book. It's probably a book. Um, you're moving through your kind of like personal collection of libraries and, and, and things like that. I think what it is is just like an extremely old um, little uh, Bible. 
Um, probably like judging from like the age of it, it's almost certainly from the 1800s. Um, and then the blank pages that are kind of toward the back, there's like a number, uh, honestly, all through it, there's scrawled little notes and such like, but on the, um, blank pages that are toward the back, I think you have something here uh, about, um, maybe about like manifestations of malicious spirits. Um, and, they're talking about how to how to like bind and trap the spirits, but not necessarily keep them. Th this isn't necessarily keep them out. Um, and it's also the, the, the thing that it's lacking here is almost certainly age because of the age of it and the information that was available to the person who was writing this information out at the time. You don't have something that cleanly maps to what you're doing, because frankly, kudzu just didn't exist here at that time. So they don't know it. You know, it's an invasive species. Uh, so they're they're not super familiar, like, they're not talking about this particular manifestation of some kind of evil spirit. But it, it gets you probably, like, part of the way there. I would say, like, I'm just going to, what I'm going to do, because I think this is going to be the easiest way to track this, I'm going to start you a six-step clock, and I'm going to put uh, two ticks on that clock. How's that sound? All right. I think that's the easiest way to track this sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. We're back. We're clock. We got clocks again, baby. I know what we're doing. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I haven't added clocks to this thing yet. Oh, you guys know what that means. Oh, you're going to hand draw one. Uh huh. I got hand drawn. I've got the. Oh, sweetie. Um. Oh, hey. I actually I have the, the bits and pieces of the clock. Here we go. We'll just do that. There you go. I can't move it forward, but I can just put a different clock on top of it every time. So, yeah, we'll say that you've filled up this portion of the clock so far. Okay. Um, and that could that at least gives us something to sort of work toward, knowing what pieces you've got and everything like that. Um, it's probably getting to be around, so... Uh, you spend a few hours on that. It's probably getting to be around one or so. Does Wayne, do you have to pick Wayne up from school or does Wayne drive slash ride the bus? Uh, Wayne rides the bus. Okay. All right. He'll probably be getting home shortly, I imagine. So I don't know if you're waiting on Wayne or if you're going to head back out for this. Or if you think that this might be a good, I mean, he is technically your apprentice. Mm. Actually, he's not yet. Oh, okay, he just live. He is technically the person who lives with you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your war. I sorry. I took Ward on as to like be your apprentice, but you're not teaching Wayne any magical shit at all. Not yet. No. <laughs> That's actually an advancement. Is to take an apprentice. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see how. I see how yeah. Here. There's a plan. There's, plan. There's a scheme. schemes. Love it. Imagine having plans. Oh shit! Plot. <laughs> what is what? this? Uh, Kiki, uh, or, do you have anything else yes. you want to do right now, Rich, or do you want to like plan no, out next move? No, that plan out. Okay, Kiki. Yeah. What you up to? Uh, I think at this point, Kiki is going to call Cecily. Okay. Uh, ring, 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 Cecily phone. On my do, 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 cell phone do, do, do. or on the library phone? Uh, probably the library phone. 
Okay. I don't know if she has your cell phone number. Oh no, <laughs> Cecily's out of the office. So you get uh No, no Cecily came back in. Uh. <laughs> and maybe gave Shade a book about kudzu. Right, just like Shade invisible floating around. <laughs> <laughs> There's just an open book about kudzu and every once in a while a, a page turns. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Townsend Public Library, this is Cecily speaking. How may I help you? Cecily, uh, I'm not calling on library business. Kiki! (laughs) How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Doing okay. Uh, listen, can I, uh buy you some dinner from one of those food trucks uh, and pick your brain about something? Uh, sure. Um, this is a surprise. Um, to what do I owe this pleasure? Uh, have a thing that I think you might be able to give me some information on. Uh, I'll tell you about it when I get there. Sure, sure that that would be that would be great. Um, uh, we we close at four thirty. Okay, uh, then I will meet you outside the library at five. I assume you have to do closing shit. Um, I can I can get it done a little bit early. You know, um, I don't mind to do that for you. Okay. Uh, so let's say 4.45. Sure. Uh, look, looking forward to it. Oh, buddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sounds you, great. Thanks. <laughs> why don't, so relationships are a mechanic, like in this, uh, I mean, relationships are technically a mechanic in every game, but they're actually mechanical in this game. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cecily, what, I, I'm looking here and I can't quite make what is your relationship to kiki my eyes they're bad could you read it for me it's 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 complicated okay Uh it's complicated it's complicated um so i owe kiki a debt um because i had a dark vision about her brother being in trouble and gave her bad guidance, like somebody was in fact in trouble, but when she got there, it was not her uh, lost brother. Um, so she um, is really mad at me, and the the relationship and I the relationship is I fucked up and hurt her feelings, and I'm trying to make that better, but probably failing. Just one more relationship, I fucked up. Good. Solid. Good vibes. Yeah. Vibes, they're yeah. great. Not toxic they're, at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. So Cecily sets down the phone and does some, like, this is like the, the Zen breathing day. <laughs> it's like all she's doing. And she goes and makes a cup of tea that she just stirs and stares into the distance for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, Love this extremely functional adult we've got going on here. <laughs> She uh, is running a library, okay? She's mm-hmm. running a library. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. 
so Kiki will be standing outside of the library when Cecily comes out. Um, she uh, has her hands in like her her jacket pockets and just kind of like rocking back and forth on her heels and toes, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she looks up when you come out and she smiles uh, and says, uh, um, it's that Poke Bowl uh, food truck today. So I hope you're feeling sushi. Aw, shit. Oh, that sounds great. And then she drops her keys and has to pick them up and fumbles as she's locking up the the library. Um, (laughs) Is Shade coming along? Is Shade just kind of cruising along invisible? Or what is Shade doing? Or did Shade go away? What's happening? Uh... I think in this case, because, like, my original plan after the whole kudzu thing is I know that Archie took some of that kudzu, so Shade's like, uh. Okay. So I figured after, like, the attempt at comforting you, Shade was going to be like, oh, shit, the kudzu. (laughs) Oh, shit, the kudzu. Okay. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. So so Shade Shade has gone away. Yep. All right. So, um, um, yeah, Pokeball sounds great. Thanks for asking me. Um, um, who's driving? Uh, she kind of like uh, shows her keys, says, I can drive. Okay. <laughs> and she like kind of buttons her card again at the neck and, and, Walks over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they walk to the car, uh, Kiki um, Kiki says, so the reason I wanted to talk to you is uh, Rhea Williams um, has asked me for a favor. Uh and that's to check up on one of his parishioners. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Um, are you familiar with Imogene uh, Campbell? <coughs> <coughs> uh, <laughs> who? Thank you.